It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. It's Monday, July 18th, 2022. I had to double check the calendar there. It is July 18th. It I'm is Beckler. July 18th. Yeah, I'm Shauna. How was your weekend, Shauna? My weekend was great. It was uh, super busy. A ton of driving. I drove to Regina and back, so. Yeah, that's a long way. Seven hours each way. Yep. Yeah. Give or take. At least it's on Highway 1. Yes. So it's nice. But I know you were saying recently that you prefer a single lane highway. I do. Keeps you keeps you more alert. Yeah. The thing about that highway is it, it is double lane and it is straight and for a very long time, not very busy. So it's, yeah, you can zone out a little bit. On a highway like that, I think you should be able to go faster. I agree. Because like you said, it's double lane. You can see for five miles. Yes. And if the conditions are good, mm-hmm. like I like the idea of those variable speed limits. Totally. Like you could easily go 140 and be safe on that highway in, if it, in the daytime. Yep. And then drop it down at night. Drop it down if the weather's bad. I totally. No, I know. It's um, a long drive. But anyway, it's it's good. You know, you, 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 have, a, you have a lot of thoughts when you're in a car by yourself <laughs> for seven hours. Gets a little weird toward the end. You start yeah. having weird thoughts. Yeah, like, like what is? Whoa, that's where did my? How did my brain get there? <laughs> Odd. How about you? How was your weekend? It was really good. Yeah. Um, went to the fireworks on Friday night. Went and watched the fireworks. We we always just park somewhere and watch them. And the mosquitoes were so bad though. We had to watch them inside the truck. Oh, so, no. So yeah, mosquitoes are horrible here right now. But I've noticed the dragonflies are getting big. Good. So it's they're going to be some monster dragonflies by oh, the end yeah, of this year. Oh yeah, they're going to be feasting. Yeah. And then McKenna had a girls' night. She and some girls went out to stampede on. On Saturday night, so boys just hung out. The girls whooped it up. Yeah, they didn't get too crazy. Oh, Not good. too crazy. Um, but yeah, it's, it was hot, so the house was hot. And really, though, good good weekend. So far, summer is off to a great start. So yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, we're gonna. It's a quarter done now, so we're gonna make the most of it. On today's show, we're gonna talk about driving on the highway. Something they had in Medicine Hat that neither of us knew about. The spookiest twins you have ever heard of. For sure. We're going to talk a bit about weddings, the good and the bad of weddings, because it is the heart of wedding season right now. Sure is. I saw something twice recently that is just the funniest thing in the world, and if you've ever seen it, you'll agree. (laughs) First, you're out of context clip of the show. Eat it one bite, dude. Just (laughs) glug. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I popped into a Tim Hortons on the weekend to grab McKenna a coffee. This is one that didn't have a drive through so I had to go right in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and inside, there were a guy and a girl sitting at a table uh, on what appeared to be a date. But, like, they didn't have any coffee or any kind of other beverage. All that was, all they had sitting on the table between the two of them was a dozen donuts. I was like, is this a date where they're going to sit down and punch a dozen donuts together? Because that's hilarious. That's amazing. <laughs> that's what do you want to want to, do you want to go grab a coffee? No, I want to go grab some donuts though. I'm thinking let's, six each maybe. Let's go for donuts. <laughs> yeah, diesel six yeah, of them back. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. Ask someone out and say, "I'd like to take you out sometime. You free Friday?" I was thinking we could go diesel six donuts each. What do you think? You want to have a beer or two? No, nope. I want to no, have I a donut or six. Uh-huh. I actually don't want to drink anything at all. I oh just oh my god! I don't even want anything to wash these donuts down. What kind of donuts going, were they? Did you assorted. Okay. Assorted. Good. Yeah. I was I was gonna be really nervous if it was just the regular old fashioned plain ones, and then at that point I'm like, are we playing the game where you just try and see how many of those you can get in your <laughs> mouth without washing it down with anything? If I saw two people on a date and all they had at the table was a dozen old fashioned plain donuts. I'd be like aliens. Think, yeah, these aren't yeah. these aren't real people, man. No, these are like, these are lizard like, people. 
These are, You're not even these. washing it down with anything? Not even a cup of water? Just eat it one bite, too. Just... <laughs> just, glug, just glug. <laughs> The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. A friend of mine is in Vegas right now, and I guess the room next door to them is hosting a bachelorette party. And on the door is a QR code that says, scan to buy Brittany a drink. And you can just scan the QR code, and then it sends Brittany a drink that she then can enjoy (laughs) for her bachelorette. That's pretty funny. Which is, I had never thought, I was like, that is absolutely genius. Especially in Vegas when... Drunk guys pass by the door and just scan for the... How does it work? Like, by what mechanism is Brittany sent a drink? Does the hotel do this? Uh, No, apparently it's like 10 bucks that goes into an account that they then buy drinks with is essentially how it works. So you're just sending Brittany 10 bucks. You're you're essentially sending Brittany 10 bucks. (laughs) Apparently the first night, though, they did this. They walked around this QR code and 30 people bought Brittany a drink. And I was like, that is hilarious. Yep. I guess if you're out, but like, I wouldn't just see a door... No. And send Brittany 10 bucks. No. Send her 10 bucks. I know. It's her It's her special day. It's She's a, hot. It's send a, her 10 bucks. I know. I know. The <laughs> fact that, though, on the door, too, it is, I mean, it is Vegas, so I guess it makes sense. People are just yeah. drunk walking back to the room, maybe won a bunch of money, and are like, oh, yeah, let's buy Brittany a drink. <laughs> but I was like, this is genius. This is the new age bachelorette party right there. This is what people should do. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. I mean, I got to get more into QR codes. Yeah. Like, even people who have their Wi-Fi enabled by with QR, like, when you scan the QR code and you can yeah, log into their Wi-Fi too. at their house. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. What else? There's a building um, for rent on McLeod Trail right now, and they have a huge QR code on the outside. And if you want info, you just, like, point your phone at it, and it takes you to the... That is amazing. I think to the company that's that's leasing it. I've noticed the news are using them now, too. Like oh, really? For, yeah, for when it comes to recipes and that kind of thing. They'll be like, yeah, look at this. There's a QR code. You can get the recipe now. Oh. Scan the QR code on your TV. It's a big deal. It's yeah, I've seen deal. it on commercials and stuff for yep. more info. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, like, could I just make a QR code pretend it's my bachelor party and sure. see people buy me a drink? I mean, I... <laughs> send Sean why ten not. bucks. Send me ten bucks. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. We've been at the beach quite a bit since, uh, since it's been warm. Yeah. And last week I saw not one, but two people fall into the water at the dock while trying to get in or out of a boat. That is amazing. It's so funny. Was it canoes? It's what? Yeah. Both times. Well, no, one time it was a canoe. One time it was like a, like a paddle boat. Okay. Um, yeah. And it was (laughs) the the one guy I didn't actually see because he was getting out of his canoe and I was walking down the the dock and I just heard a splash (laughs) and then some sputtering. I looked back and he was in the water in his clothes. Canoes are a difficult thing. Like, if you don't know how to get in them, you know, it's a dangerous maneuver. It sure is, man. It it should be a Canadian training package that comes with, you know, getting a new canoe properly because you should be able to do it, but people aren't good at it. And once I made sure this guy was okay and wasn't going to drown, he's like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I was like, all right, now I can laugh because, man, is that funny. And then it happened to my friend, my friend Dave. He was trying to get from the paddle boat to the dock, mm. and uh, it started to push away from him. Yeah, and he was doing that thing where he was like, his hands <laughs> were on the dock and his feet were in the boat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was totally stretched out like a bridge, and then he couldn't hold anymore. And oh. down into the water he went. It's oh, it's so funny. So it's my, so funny. My parents have a cabin, and, and it's boat <laughs> access only. So we, you know, you have to load everything into the boat and. Oh, if people aren't experienced with with boats, you they don't realize that like when you step away from the dock, the boat will push away. Right, right. Like people, <laughs> the splits. People, stuff. 
people like think that the boat will just stay there and you really have to i learned to explain to experienced people like no 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 you can't do that you are going to do the splits and wind up in the water for sure like oh man the number of times like working down there and watching oh, people go yeah. in that's got to be one of the perks of the job i asked the girl working the boathouse i was like do you see a lot of people go in the water and she's like no not really and i was like really you're not I've, watching i've seen two you need to look more carefully yeah it's happening out here and it's so funny just set up a webcam it's right so on that dock like, oh just, my god at the end of the summer just cut together a yep. compilation and everybody gets a copy of and it and make sure you invite like put canoes oh, there man. and put the paddle just like all the tempting things so that you know what's gonna happen so i was like oh, i'll take that uh, it's so it will never not be funny to me unless the person can't swim and they're in big well, trouble but and they hopefully they have their life jacket on for everybody else. Oh man! My God, is that funny? Yeah. In the water in your clothes, <laughs> doing the splits. <laughs> the BNS and Twenty Minutes or Less podcast. So I was at a wedding in Regina over the weekend, and uh, we got chatting about the invites for this wedding. And Cliff was like, "Well, you know, because I invited this person to this wedding, now he feels like he needed to invite me to this wedding." And I was like, "You know." We need to be more upfront about weddings. No one should feel obligated to invite anybody. No. Especially because these people would probably be just as happy not to go if they don't really know anybody anyway. Like, if you feel obligated and it's like, oh, well, because yeah, you're related to this person and this person got to, and then and that's what you should be coming. And it's just like, that shouldn't be. Right. And you don't want to be like the last person on a guest list, do you? You don't. I'm going to declare right here and now that you do not have to feel obligated to invite me to your wedding ever. I won't be hurt. Don't ever put me on the obligation list, okay? This this is exactly what I said last week when we were talking about how my dad would rather go to a funeral yeah. than a wedding. I said if you if you're making cuts, mm -hmm. cut me. I'm Th fine. There should be a form that you can fill out kind of like your donor card, okay? Where it publicly states that you do not need <laughs> to feel obligated to invite me to this wedding, okay? Just so people know, like if you're on the fence, if you're if you're fence sitting about me, don't don't yeah. do it, you know? There wouldn't be many people who I would be offended to not be invited to their wedding. Like, just, just my best friends, you know? Yes, Best yes. friends and, like, close family members. But even then, like, there were people that we invited to our wedding, and I didn't get the invite back to their wedding, mm -hmm. and I wasn't the least bit hurt by it. No. You know, it was, I was not offended in the slightest, because yes. we had a very big, like, it was a big party. Yep. Didn't cost us very much, so yep. to add people to guest list. But if you're having, like, an expensive wedding at yeah. a fancy venue, and each plate is, like, 40, 50 bucks, like... Yeah, I get you got to make some cuts, and if it's me, I, we're not gonna, I'm not going to end my friendship with you because of it. So, Like, one of my cousins got married over the weekend, and my one aunt was invited, and my mom was not. And my was mom, your mom hurt? She, she said she wasn't, but she brought it up a couple different times and was mm. like, well, you know, I was, you know, we invited them to my sister's wedding, and but I said, like, the one aunt knew her more. They saw each other a lot more. My mom and her saw each other maybe twice mm -hmm. over the last... 25 years or so so it's like you can't be offended right like she knows the other aunt way more than she knows you that's just how it goes yeah you can't... and like what well, yeah when you invite someone to a wedding you don't enter into a contract with them that, no that i will then be invited to your wedding that's it yeah and the whole obligation thing i'm like that should not go with your wedding invites like if no. i am the obligation person do not feel obligated and you know like we said last week i would uh i'd often rather not be invited so if it's <laughs> Depending how far I have to travel, how much it's going to cost me, who right. I'm going to know there. It's a lot cheaper. Well, I'll be, so, I'll be invited. BNS yeah. in 20 minutes or less. We've been talking a lot about weddings on the show lately. It's wedding season. It's wedding season. Um, I don't have any this year, but you have... Seven. Seven weddings. Three down. Seven. Four to go. Four to go. Uh-huh. That's, uh, that's a marathon. It's a lot of weddings. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what sucks? 
when your kid has to be the flower girl or ring bearer at a wedding? Because I, like, mm. it's super cute and everyone loves it, you know, yep. especially when the kid is really little. But what people don't see is the work that goes into managing that kid outside of the moment they walk down the aisle and right. appear in the photo. Because yeah. the rest of the weekend is hell. It's true. It's hell. My buddy and I were talking about that this weekend. And especially like, you know, if your kid is in the party, chances are that either that one of the parents is probably also in the wedding party because you're close to the family, right. close to the bride and groom, which means that it falls to the other parent mm. to like to be the wrangler. Yes, to wrangle that kid the for ring the rest bearer of the weekend wrangler. Yeah. and to keep them clean oh, and yeah. to keep them dressed. Yeah. And then like sometimes you're not in your hometown, right? You're yeah. in, you're doing this all in a hotel room or mm-hmm. it is so much work. Yeah. Yeah, you never really so... think about that. You just see the end result where the kid is cute and walking yeah. down the aisle. But cute pictures, and everyone goes, "Oh!" As he comes down the Even aisle, trying and... to keep that suit on, like, <laughs> and the other parent is just at the back, oh, like, yeah. oh, "I'm dead." Just gasp. I'm a dead body. You can always see which parent is the ring bearer parent because yeah, they're just having a nap <laughs> in the back, all sweaty, like. Oh. When McKenna's sister got married, she wanted Brigham to be the ring bearer, and he, I was like, "Can he not?" Because. Then we can send the kids to my parents for the weekend, and yeah. I can. The difference between like me going to that wedding with no kids and having Brigham be the ring bearer was yeah. like zero and a hundred. It was, the it was night and day, night and day. And I remember, like, I think I even went home early from the reception because I was just so whooped from chasing the kids around. Also, I remember at that wedding, it was so hot in the the reception in the hall that they had the doors all open. Oh. And my oldest son, Bo, is terrified of dogs. And a dog got into the, the hall somehow. Oh, no. So he was, like, playing under the table with some kids. And then there's a dog there. In the, and he freaked out. And I was like, I think that's probably the end of me here. Okay. I'll take these kids home. But yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Between... There's a lot of work that goes on. That's... Oh, my God. And McKenna was in the wedding party. She was the, the maid of honor. So she was busy with that all weekend. So it was just me keeping these kids clean and Ready for the photos and stuff. God bless you for doing it. Oh, so it's just something to keep in mind if you have young kids. You're like, yeah, they would be really cute as the flower girl. You do, Make sure you know what you're signing up for. Now, just tell everybody and, that they're an absolute terror. Be like, no, actually, last time she did that, she ate the cake. She ripped the, the dress. And nope, you, you don't puked. want her to be the... <laughs> she puked in the aisle. Yeah, you don't want her to be there. No. VNS <laughs> in 20 minutes or less. We got a message from Jonathan, and Jonathan said, weddings suck. People who get married should not invite anyone. I have to go to one in shitty Vancouver with four kids in tow. My God, I don't know if I can do it. I've been working on my travel route all morning. It's in Granville Island of all places. Try getting a long box F-250 parked down there. He said, when it's over, I'm going to ask the bride and groom if they would rather have me at their wedding and a $100 gift or me not there and a check for $4,000 because it's the same cost for me either way. Oh, my God. Holy crap. He said, you would be better off sending them $1,500 and not going. When they open the gift at the opening, they'll remember it for the rest of their 10-year marriage. That's true. You, <laughs> you won't get to spend any time talking to them at the wedding, and you'll be pissed you went in 10 years where they separate. Like, okay. Okay. <laughs> I Jonathan's mean, a little bitter at this moment. He did wrong. say, he apologized. He was like, I'm sorry. I'm just, uh, yeah. He's not wrong, he's but not he's... Wrong. Uh, <laughs> Doesn't sound real pleased about this. He's like, I'm in a dark spot about all this right now. Yeah. Might not be the best guy to take advice from, but I feel this way every time I have to go to a wedding. I have two this summer so far, and that feels great. Well, it's funny because, I mean, yeah, like I spent 350 bucks on gas, 350 bucks on a hotel while I was there. New outfit or old outfit? I uh, purposely didn't buy a new outfit okay. this time because of that. Like, I was like, I just... Did you give a gift? Uh, yep. Give a gift? Yeah. 
So, yeah, so you're getting up around a thousand bucks now. Yep. And, and would you rather just give the couple five hundred bucks, a thousand bucks, be like, sorry, I couldn't make it. I spent that much money on a couple that I, I've never met before the wedding. That's right, because you were just a guest. Mm -hmm. You were just a guest of Cliff. So when for you this put it one. that way, it's. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. Spend a thousand dollars on a stranger. <laughs> cool. Cool. And they probably didn't even notice your presence there, hey? Nope. <laughs> yeah, man, we might have to rethink this whole wedding thing. It is a bit insane. Jonathan sounds like a, a very depressed man, but I think he's making some good points He's here, making so. some points. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So I drove to Regina this weekend, and uh, I saw some interesting things on the highway on my travels. Okay. Uh, first off, a house was being transported on the highway, which... And that's always a classic when you see the giant old house being transported. I'm like, classic. I'm always super impressed by that. Oh, my God. Can't be. It's got to be a stressful day. I can't even imagine. Like, honestly, and not just a trailer, but it was like a, a full out house that just is being. I I can never figure out why that happens. A dude I know, his, his parents ran a house moving company in northern Saskatchewan, and he posted a photo of one of their moves, and they were going through, you know, like where they've cut the rock away on either side of the. Yep. of the road and I didn't know they did that in Saskatchewan actually but there there was like inches on either side of the house to the rock and that's I was insane. like man that's stressful that's that insane. would be so stressful yeah but, no it's crazy then there was a train passing over the highway which is a very prairies thing yeah you're stopped in the middle of the highway in the middle of nowhere there's just a train going by okay then there looked this was a bit strange there looked to be a shrink wrapped triceratops head being transported in the back of a truck <laughs> The head of a triceratops. And I was like, I don't, like it had the big crown and everything. And I was like, is, is this how we transport our dinosaur fossils? Like, I'm sure that it wasn't real. Uh, I mean, but. No, I think that would be crated and handled a little more carefully I, than just like, <laughs> ah, toss some shrink wrap on her, strap right? her down, she'll be fine. I, I mean, that would be really funny if that's how we do Yeah, well, <laughs> not, still on the fossil. Yeah, just put some shrink wrap. It'll that's be good. not going anywhere. <laughs> just. To, Double checking. Is, yeah. is that an actual? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry. This is how we do it here. I wonder where that was headed, though. I know. Even a fake one. Like I, it was big? It was massive. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know where. Yeah, we, we take this to Drumheller. We making a new Triceratops somewhere. It was very strange. Cool, though. It was super cool. There was also a hitchhiker that was a full-out Terry. <laughs> and I almost picked him up, Beckler. He had a he had a mullet. It was it was sculling like it was starting to recede. So it was almost it was a, a sculling mullet. Mm -hmm. He had no shirt on. He was hacking a dart while he was trying to hitchhike. And I was looking at him and I was like, "This is hilarious." I was like, "Oh, he almost there's there's got to be like a Terry code that goes along with that." You know, I was looking at him. I was like, "He might smell a little bit of darts. Might be having a roadie in the in the passenger side." But I'm sure he would have some amazing stories. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't pick up Terry the hitchhiker, Sean. No. That's. I mean, he looks... Probably not what you need. Okay. It's not, what you, it's not what you want. I mean, I'm sure he was a nice fella. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Well, let some other Terry pick him up. Okay. You know? Yeah, fair. He puts his hitchhiking thumb up. Driver throws up the devil horns. Right. Terry returns the devil horns, and the transaction has been completed. They're going to ride together. And then all of a sudden, he just appears in the truck. He doesn't even have to pull over. Just there. <laughs> Terry's there now. Yeah. Is it smoking in here? <laughs> what do you think, Terry? Obviously. It's smoking in here. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Have you ever heard of June and Jennifer Gibbons? I don't think so. No, I heard there was a podcast I was listening to there where they were talking about it, and I was surprised that I had never heard of them before. But they were identical twin sisters from the UK. They were born in the early '60s, I think, and they wouldn't talk to anyone but each other in their own like in their own language. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, like the whole story about these two is so spooky. It's so spooky. So, like they they said the language they spoke it was a type of Creole that's spoken in the Caribbean. 
but they had altered it so much that nobody else could understand them. They, they only could understand each other. Crazy. And they would just talk to each other like that. And then eventually as they got older, they got into to drugs and some criminal activity and they were sent to a psychiatric hospital. I think they spent 11 years there. Um, and then near the end of the time, their time there, Jennifer died and then June started speaking normally to people again. Okay. Yeah. This whole thing is very strange to me. Okay. It, the more you read into it, the creepier it gets. But there was a journalist named Marjorie Wallace, and she covered their story quite extensively. She wrote a book on them called The Silent Twins. Uh, and she claimed that the girls had this agreement that if one of them died, the other one would start talking. Okay. And then they agreed that it should be Jennifer who should die. And wow. she, but the, the weird thing is that Jennifer died of myocarditis and they said there was no evidence of like poison or drugs or anything. Like it's like her heart just quit, okay. but she like predicted it. And then her sister started talking after that. And she said that she was free of her sister. Okay. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. How spooky is all that? This is really creepy. I mean, June is still alive, and apparently she 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 lives in the UK. She lives a pretty quiet life, and it's it's kind of a sad story too because, I mean, they clearly the eleven years they spent in this psychiatric hospital didn't help them out at all. No, sounds kidding. like it was terrible. Yeah, and like I wonder what happened earlier in their lives to make them, like to make them that way. Like something must have happened you think to make so? them not want to talk to yeah, anybody. I suppose so. Some sort of trauma, but weird. The whole thing is just. I mean. Twins are kind of spooky to begin with. Mm -hmm. And then when you're doing this, like they said, they even walked in unison. Okay, that's... They would match their steps and then they only spoke to each other yep. in their own language. And then... Whew. That is creepy. Yeah. Yeah, what? if I saw that, I'd be... I might read more into this and then when Spooktober rolls around... We can talk more in about... In October, we'll... The Gibbons, the, the Gibbons, the Gibbons girls. <laughs> in 20 minutes or less. A friend of mine lived in Medicine Hat for a long time, and uh, we got chatting about Medicine Hat over the weekend, and he was telling me uh, there's a huge German population there. And he said, do you know the reason for that? And I was like, not really. And he goes, it's because that's where a German concentration camp used to be, or a POW camp. And apparently the Germans who were in those camps liked Medicine Hat so much that a lot of them went back and brought their families over to then go and live in Medicine Hat when they were released. Really? And I was like, that is Wow. Crazy. So this is one of those internment camps during the Second World War that yep. we had around Canada, hey? Mm -hmm. And I looked into it a little further, and it was actually one of the largest POW camps in North America, the one that was in Medicine Hat. It could hold 12,000 prisoners. Whoa! Man, I had no idea. Yeah, which back didn't in know that. 1943 was more than the population of Medicine Hat itself. Really? So the camp was bigger than the than the city? Yeah. Yeah. So crazy. I had no I was like I Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, not at all. Also, I guess uh this is just another side note, but every member of the British Army also has spent time in Medicine Hat because the terrain there is a lot like Afghanistan. Ah, uh, okay. So they all would go over there and it was kind of it was a good training ground for them. Hmm. Which I also didn't know. Didn't know that either. No, this is a this is a rare Medicine Hat heritage moment right here, Beckler. <laughs> Part of Medicine Hat's heritage. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I was talking to my dad, and one of his favorite bands of all time is Trooper, classic Canadian rock band. Good Canadian rock band yeah. right there, yeah. And they're playing at the, uh, he's from Saskatoon, they're playing at the Saskatoon Exhibition this year. And normally my dad would probably go to that show along with a bunch of Terry's, yeah, hundred, a few hundred Terry's yeah. from his generation. But here's the thing, a few months ago, uh, the final two founding members of the band Trooper retired. 
including the lead singer, Ray McGuire. So the band replaced them with the blessing of the original two founding members. They replaced those guys, and they're continuing to tour under the Trooper name, but none of them are original members. In in fact, the the longest-serving member of this current iteration of the band has been there since 1995. And the band hasn't had a hit since the late 80s. Hmm. None of these guys were on the original recordings, so my dad's like, I don't want to go see a Trooper cover band. He kind of has a point. Is he right? I think so. Is he correct? I mean, yeah, like if there's no members left of the original band, then you're not really seeing the band. You're not. Especially, I think, when when the singer moves on. Yeah. That's the one that you can't really replace. Mm -mm. I mean, bands have replaced lead singers and have gone on to have more have success after that. But you kind of have to. That's a different band, though, at that point, almost like it's. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think, like, I'm a big Iron Maiden fan, and they've had three singers over the years, mm-hmm. and, like, each of them had, you know, their songs, their kind of hits. But, like, if you, if this band has never had a hit, no. they weren't on the recordings of the original hits, none of them are original members, then it doesn't feel like the same band, does it? It really isn't, I don't think. Yeah, I think your dad has a point. Yeah. It is. It's a cover band. It's like an point. officially sanctioned Trooper cover band. Yeah. It's like, yeah, we have the blessing from the original members, but none of us are. Yeah. So. I don't know. I it's like, you know, I think of a band like, you know, like when Queen toured with Adam Lambert and they build themselves as like Queen with Adam Lambert. Like, it would be cool to see. I'm sure it would be a great show. Yeah. He probably does a pretty good job of those songs, but it's not the same thing as seeing Queen. No. Because. No, the singer really is what you need. Like, you. Without that, it's it's tough. Yeah, to call that the same band, you know, like it. Even if like this, even if the singer toured with a bunch of other people, yeah, and sang those songs, that would feel more like the real thing. In in most cases, there are agree. exceptions, like where it, one of the band members is just so iconic, so you know, unique that they can't be replicated. Mm-hmm. But now that would be. I think he. I think he has a point too. I think that's a trooper cover band at that point. Yep. So once you lose, they should probably change the name. Once you lose your singer and everybody else, then that's not not the the same. same No, the BNS and twenty minutes or less podcast. Have we made road trips sexy, Beckler? I don't believe we ever have. Because I've put like thirty six hundred kilometers on my car for the last couple of weeks, just Mm -hmm. from these drive, these road trips I've been doing, and it is it's road trip season. And I know even though gas is expensive, it's still cheaper than flying. So people are doing a ton of driving. That's true, and I mean both of us have people in Saskatchewan that we have to go see regularly and yep. uh but with the price of gas I just don't really go anywhere anymore it's so fair. yeah <laughs> it's it's insane that's fair um but you're right it is road trip season and it's not i mean always the most fun you know especially if you're traveling with your family all in one vehicle for quite some time so yep maybe yeah, we can help kids with that. or anything yeah. Oh, yeah yeah roads are bad mhm yeah we can make road trips sexy. sexy ooh don't stop yet keep going we're almost there. Oh, it's so long. It's the longest road I've ever seen. Mmm, <laughs> mm, that looks like a tasty snack. I might grab that now and munch on it later. Ooh. <laughs> you can try any angle you want, but I don't think that's going to fit. And if it does, it'll be a real tight squeeze. Ooh. If it's too cramped up here, you can climb into the back where there's more room to stretch out. Slow down. We don't want to get there too fast. Let's take our time and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> 
You've been listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.